Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our different points of view, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being from the cinematic, technical, sometimes cynical side of things. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are taking a look at Mariah's Lighthouse. I always want to say Moira's Lighthouse for some reason. I, I don't know why. Are you I, thinking of Schitt's Creek? I am. I think I am. <laughs> Every time I see that. Uh, the Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. It, it, that is not her lighthouse, though. No. Uh, but yes, we are taking a look at this one. Uh, I was very excited for this one, you know, for a few reasons, one of which is Paul Campbell, who we are huge fans of. If you listen to the podcast, you know, we talk about him all the time. He was one of the writers, so I was excited to see what he was doing with this. And also, I love lighthouses. I love, love lighthouses, nautical. I've wanted to be a lighthouse keeper. I think we've talked about this before on on the podcast. Um, So this, this had me excited. Yes, I was excited about this one too, uh, but... I'm not uh, a fanatic about lighthouses like you are. Fanatic. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> but I do, I do enjoy them. Uh, <laughs> they are, I think, they're, they're romantic to me. So I thought this yeah. was like a, a great... A lighthouse is romantic to you? It is, yeah. What? Okay, good. I, I, I wanted to dive a little water, bit deeper. It's by the water. Okay. You know, it... So the, it's sea, it's, the seaside, the seaside is more... Yeah, it sends like, okay. it lets sailors come home It like... Sends them home, okay. brings them home, brings them home, brings those sailors um, home. That whole you know thing is sort of like a romanticized you know thing in, okay. in history. All right. All right, I think the same reason that you love, I guess, lighthouses. Maybe that's is it not? You don't find it romantic? Uh, not the lighthouse itself. No, for me, it's more of a sense of adventure. You know, you have this lighthouse, and they're not bringing boats home; they're keeping them away from the rocks. You know, you don't want them to hit the rocks, so. They're not drawing them in. They're they're pushing them away. I always thought they they shone a light to to help sailors find their way home. No, they're saying stay away. This light, stay away from this light, or else you're gonna hit these rocks. And well, I guess my my uh, you're just <laughs> knocking my romance. I'm sorry, I've ruined uh, I've ruined your lighthouse dream. But, but no, I love the ocean uh, and the rocky coast, and it, it's very beautiful. You, we used to spend a lot of time up in Maine when I was a child, and so. Um, you know, in, in this movie, it seemed to have kind of a rocky coast, too. So it was cool to see. Uh, but let's go ahead and actually, you know, instead of talking about rocky coasts and lighthouses, we can actually get dive into the No, the I want us to really dive into the history <laughs> of lighthouses here. It uh. starts back in... Se- no, actually, well, I actually won't go. It's actually <laughs> further back than that. But Stephanie, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. Is this film one that you would cuddle up on the couch with a nautical theme blanket and dream about longingly as you thought about romantic lighthouses or is this one that maybe you know you would have it on in the background maybe you're on a a cruise somewhere and it's playing in the background at some sort of cruise bar i don't know or is this one that you would never ever want to see again let me, let me let me hear your thoughts. Well, first of all, I think you know me uh, well enough to know that I would never <laughs> be on a cruise. A um, yacht? I don't know. A yacht? Yes, totally different than a cruise. Uh, no, you won't ever find me on a cruise ship. But I think. Yep. Well, I mean, you should have some some definite answer. The, the people want to hear. The, I know. I feel like I'm never definite lately. Which is uh, a problem, I it's guess. It's a huge for, problem. Uh, these movies. So I think I would watch this one again. Okay. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I loved that it was in 
France. France. We're, we're in this cute little French town. Mm-hmm. Um, village, even. Village. I love that the main character speaks French. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, it was a beautiful, beautiful to watch. And Sounds like it's a winner. You're making it sound like a real winner right now. Well... The the reason that I'm torn is the the romance was lacking for yeah. me, which I, you know, I'm I'm the hopeless romantic, so that is a big downer for me. Yeah. But there was enough in the movie that it kept my interest, so I think I would watch it again, uh, mainly for the the character of Mariah. Okay. And and that it's in France. Okay. Um, what about you? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked me. Thank you. Uh, so for me, I, I would watch this one again. I would watch this one again. The, the romance was lacking for me. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I've spoken before about destination films, and I kind of made a flippant, a flippant remark saying that, you know, I think people just make destination films so they can get out, go away on vacation. The films are, you know, sometimes bad on these, these destination pieces. Uh, this one proves me wrong because... There's a lot of things that they did right here, um, and from a technical standpoint, it is it's stunning. Um, you know, the the town itself becomes a character, and we'll, we'll dive into all that in a minute. But um, yeah, I would watch this one again. The lack of romance, sure, um, but I think there's enough there to really kind of bring me in, and, and I had fun with this. So this is this is a rewatch for me. I, I like this one. Why don't you go ahead and give us one of your world famous plot summaries? Literally world famous now. Um, and also do it in, in French, please. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I do have French. Uh, I do have French ancestors. You do, my, yes. my last name is French. Um, but I, unlike Rachel Lefebvre, I cannot speak French fluently. So sadly. Not with that attitude. I, w- <laughs> I would not want to butcher the, the beautiful language. So Mariah is a talented French woodsmith. I've made up that word, (laughs) who dreamed of restoring a lighthouse keeper's house that has been in her family for generations. But Ben, an American architect, shows up threatening her dream. Mariah shares her story with Ben, and he decides to bring her in on the restoration. Working together, they discover common ground and find their hearts opening to love. Mm, That's beautiful. Bon magnifique. Did I get it? Did I get it? I got. I got it. Sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Merci beaucoup. There you go. There you go. Let's talk about our two main leads. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned Mariah, and you know it's called Mariah's Lighthouse, which is not technically her lighthouse. Not yet. It's not. But the actress who plays Mariah is Rachel Lefebvre. Okay. And um. I think this is maybe your first time seeing her. Yeah, it was, yeah. But I uh, used to watch a little show that she was in. I believe it was her first acting credit that she's ever done. It was called Big Wolf on Campus. Nope. (laughs) I've never seen that show. It was about a high school boy who gets bit by a wolf. A werewolf? A werewolf. Okay. I'm glad you have to put the were in there. <laughs> Bit by wolf and then what? He get ra- he, rabies. He turns yeah. into a werewolf. That's awesome. I, I, love, um, I love that. Yeah. And she and she was the girl. Like is, is, she was, was his she, girl. Was she French in that as well? No. It was a Canadian show. Okay. She actually is 
uh, she's Canadian, but she doesn't actually have the accent. You know, and you told me that, you know, when we're, while we were watching this, I couldn't tell. To me, and I'm not great at, with accents, um, I, I thought she did an awesome job. I thought she was from France. I thought, you know, wow, they're in France. They got a, a French actor. and I think she did an excellent job but and maybe it's because i knew that she that wasn't her real accent that there were times where it just felt a little off to me and i'm sure it's really hard to talk in an accent that isn't your own for an entire movie right um she does speak french fluently and so her french was you know perfection like she when she actually spoke in french i i thought that was excellent um but no for for someone that it doesn't actually have the accent, yeah, I think she did a wonderful job. She's also in the Twilight series. As another werewolf? Is she a werewolf? No, she is a vampire. Okay. Uh, so, so she, she she's does, got a, yeah, yeah. a little, uh, a little werewolf supernatural vampire. vibe. Um, and then the hair. I've always loved her hair. Yeah. You know, she's got great hair. No, she she was awesome. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed her in this. Uh, I would like to see her in more things, apparently supernatural things. Yeah. Uh, but even just like that opening shot of her on the bike, kind of going through the town and the coast, just gorgeous. I mean, it was great. I, I got invested in her right away. Yes, absolutely. Same. Um, yeah, I just think she's just lovely. Yep. Uh, and then we have uh, Luke McFarlane, yep. who is no stranger to Hallmark. Uh, he plays Ben. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've spoken about Luke before. I think he, you know, does just fine. He's not (laughs) one of my favorite leading men. I feel like I like him more than you do. You probably do. But there's there's something about him that appeals to me. Not in this role. I I don't think this role was for him. Uh, But in other roles I've seen him, he when he has the right role, he clicks for me. Same. I think when he has the right role, it works for him also. And I agree. I don't think this was the right role for for him um and i think that's maybe why the romance was lacking for me because i i just couldn't i felt like these two were were friends you know i felt like they were gonna have maybe a pretty decent friendship out pretty of this de- not even great friends just an okay <laughs> i friend. really don't they really i really i mean they're not gonna be best friends but wow. i think they they you know they became buddies okay uh Oh, that makes me sad. That makes me sad. They're not even going to be best <laughs> friends. Uh, no, but I, I agree. I, I think for this one, it the the role, I think, you know, we, we talked that, you know, Paul Campbell was one of the writers on this. Um, and, and it seemed like this was a Paul Campbell role. You know, it, it, it seemed like this should have been Paul Campbell in this role um, or someone who brings that sort of wit to to the screen. Um, and it, a lot of the, the jokes just kind of fell flat for me when he would deliver them, unfortunately. Um, and so, yeah, it just, I hate to say it, but it just didn't, he didn't connect with me in this role. Well, you know, like Paul had mentioned in our interview with him that he had said that it was supposed to be like big comedy. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what happened there, but I don't know that he, he can necessarily pull off the big comedy uh me just personally is what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm watching this and I'm thinking I could see Paul Campbell in this role. And I personally felt like that would have been a better fit for the role mm. and, um, would have maybe made for better romance for me personally. Okay. Um, well, what do you, what did you think then about the meat cute? You know, because we don't, you're saying that the romance wasn't there. We have a very angry meat cute, a dangerous meat cute. <laughs> 
It's <laughs> pretty dangerous. Someone almost died in this Miku. There, I said it. I well, we do have, you mentioned the bike ride. So I did love that beginning. The minute it started, I in my mind, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to love this yeah. movie. But, and it did, you know, it had the, the Beauty and the Beast vibes, mm. uh, which Paul did confirm for me. Uh, <laughs> and... The meat cute to me just seemed very predictable. I think I even said it. I was like, oh, gonna, she's going to, they're going to run into yeah. each other. We've seen this time and time again. Um, so it wasn't, it didn't really do much for me because I, I knew it was going to happen and I didn't find, there wasn't enough to make you feel like, oh, these two were, these two were going to get together. <laughs> like yeah. it was just like. She was upset and then she was, you know, then kind of polite and then just left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. And I mean, I know we love the tropes, you know, the Hallmark tropes, but sometimes they're just a little too much. And this for me was a little too much, maybe a little bit different. Maybe he bumps into her, you know, he runs after her, takes one of the baguettes, puts it through her spokes. You know, I don't know. Give me something <laughs> On fresh. Purpose? Yeah. Give me something fresh. Give me something unexpected here. Uh, I feel like it was a missed opportunity to do something a little different. Um, and yeah, I don't like them when they're angry at each other right away. There, it wasn't cute, angry. It was, it was angry. It was an angry meet cute. So, yeah. And there wasn't much beyond that. Like there wasn't any sort of like, oh, flirting or what. Yeah. It was just like you said, angry. Like they were just not happy about it. Yeah. Um, which sometimes that does happen, but there still is like, there still is that An little undertone. something. Yeah. yeah. Undercurrent of, of flirt. Uh, of maybe like a look like, oh, I'm upset, but he's kind of cute yep. or something. And I didn't, uh, but I didn't really feel that. Um, but honestly, I could have watched um, just Mariah ride the bicycle through the, the French village, just the whole movie like that. Yeah. And just say hi to people. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bonjour to people as she passes them by. Uh, yeah. It was just a great intro. It, it felt... Um, just really wonderful. Just really nice, nice little opening besides the meet cute. Uh, but let's talk, let's talk a little technical here. Um, because that's really where this movie shone through right off the bat. You know, like I said, we had this opening shot of her going through the town, but she's also, you know, at the lighthouse and she drive or rides past the lighthouse and we see the coast and everything. The, the colors in this film are, are beautiful. So whomever color graded this film, Great job. I mean, it looks like the saturation's kind of kicked up a notch. Very vibrant. She has this this beautiful bright yellow jacket on against the mm. the blue, you know, French afternoon sky. Loved that jacket. Oh my goodness, it, it just absolutely gorgeous to see. And um, so yeah, it was really cool to see just the vibrancy and the saturation really kicked up a bunch. And a lot of, a lot of times in modern day films, uh, you get a very desaturated, almost gray look. And so to see something just really punched in uh, was was great. And a lot of outdoor shots, and so we have a lot of beautiful natural light um, that they, I think they commanded really well. There's a shot, an interior shot, where she's at her workshop, and you have like this foggy atmosphere in the background, and like God rays coming in through the the door window. So they really played up on light here, and I was all about it. Just absolutely gorgeous. Every shot, just a real treat for the eyes. Yeah, I agree. The the colors. Uh, in this movie like I said it was just beautiful and along with that I thought the cinematography was done well too I mean we had some beautiful wide shots uh nothing was edited incorrectly either just really just marks all across all across the way I thought technically speaking this movie was was near flawless yeah it did definitely have that dreamy feel to it Mm -hmm. that I love and I, I mean I'm sure filming in France uh played a part in that for sure 
But uh, yeah, great job. And cinematography was done by Rudolf Blazek. Okay. Uh, not sure on that pronunciation, but. Well, you know, you say that it's, you know, you kind of made a comment like it's easy to do in France. I remind you of a certain movie that was filmed in Ireland that even with the beauty of, of Ireland in these shots, in those shots, uh, it was not great. There was green screen everywhere. It was just, it was a mess. So yes, I think the, the, uh, the French coast did wonders, but I think it took a really good director and a good cinematographer to kind of bring that to life. Oh, obviously. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think that was part of oh, why yes. it was so beautiful yes. to watch. <laughs> For sure. Uh, real quick, before we do move on, cause I know we want to jump back to the, the romance or lack thereof. I have to say that the interior shots, a lot of times you can overlight an interior shot. And I think in, in this film in particular, they really let a lot of window light come in. Mm -hmm. in, in some cases, it was almost underlit in, in a really good way. So it took a lot of restraint to not go overboard in these interior scenes and just really, really well done. So as we know, Paul Campbell did have a hand in the writing for this movie. He and Terrence Cunningham wrote the teleplay. Mm -hmm. um, it was based on a book by Serena B. Miller. But as we know from Paul that they did change quite Big a, quite a bit. Changes, yeah. um, but I do have to say the writing was one of the things that I, I really did enjoy about this movie. Um, there were a lot of great lines. There were a lot of themes throughout that I really loved. And one was, and they've done this in movies before, and I think we've talked about it before, but the thing about, you know, history mm -hmm. and wanting to, you know, there's the person that wants to make it new. And there's a really great line, uh, you know, Ben is telling her, like, I take think take old things and make them new. And she's like, well, I love taking the old and keeping it <laughs> old. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that line. Yeah, I did too. And, and also, you know, they, I forget who said this line, but they're kind of describing Ben and they're saying, you know, he designs homes and doesn't have one to call his own. Mm -hmm. And I really like that aspect of it because like, he does. He designs homes, but he has everything. He's going to be in this place for like two months. He has everything in one suitcase. Like, I think that says a lot about him. Um, and in just that one line, you get a sense of his character right away. And it's just really beautifully done. And there's a, you know, like you said, there's a couple of really nice one-liners here. Yeah. Um, the thing with the Ben character for me, I just, I didn't find, and yes, you do get that aspect of his character, but I didn't find that it went a whole lot further yeah. than that. So I didn't really connect with his character. I couldn't feel, in my mind watching this, I loved the character of Mariah. Yeah, she I was great. I loved her independence. I loved that she was not desperate for a man. Like she was content. She was doing her thing, had her own business. Mm -hmm. uh, she wasn't waiting for anyone. Yes. She wanted someone to share her life with, but she seemed perfectly happy in where her life was when she meets Ben. And I loved that about the character. Yeah. I mean, I think you said it beautifully. Uh, the fact that she wasn't waiting for someone. Right. That's awesome. She's doing her own thing. So yeah, very different. I, I like that. Yeah, and I feel like, in my mind, Mariah would not have gone for Ben. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish we could have. I, and again, I don't. I don't know about Ben. Um, he just seemed, you know, and that was his character. He was the typical American that didn't bother learning any French before. Yeah, he, that was weird too. He's, he's like, going to go work there for, for a few months. For two like, months, yeah. he was going to be there for two months, and it's like you don't know any French at all. Like it just it seemed. Weird, because he seems like a smart guy. He's like, I've been working on these plans for years. And it's like, then you probably should have taken some French classes, my dude. 
Yeah, and he's just, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, there was that character of Jacques yeah. who was like Mariah's like. I was rooting for him so hard. I mean, clearly in love with her. Yeah. They they like grew up together. Like she's known him for a very long time. He's in the friend zone though. He's in the friend zone. When is Ben should have been in the friend zone. They should have reversed it. But you know what was frustrating is usually when there is a character like that, there is some sort of like girl or someone yeah. that makes you feel a little bit better about them not being alone in the end and no nope, they, they didn't do that for Jacques and he wasn't even bad like you you think he's going to do something kind of foily or whatever but no, no he doesn't he do anything was bad. wonderful yeah so we need uh, we need someone out there to to write a a scene with Jacques so he gets you know he gets his happy ending yeah but there were some cool parts about this movie and this is why I would watch it again it's like the the whole story, you know, of them restoring the lighthouse was wonderful. But what I really liked was when they find this secret. Oh, yeah. Mystery time. This secret place in the house yep. behind this wardrobe um, that I was just like, oh, my gosh. I was like, is it going to be Narnia? <laughs> and you're like, it's going to be dead bodies. <laughs> and I'm like, that is the difference. Like, if you ever want to know the difference between me and Hamilton, like that is that is our difference in a, in a sentence. I thought it was going to be Narnia and you thought it was going to be dead bodies. And we were both wrong. OK, we were both wrong. <laughs> I thought you were going to say and we were both right. <laughs> well, I, and, you know, that it was kind of weird to me because that, that secret place they find. There are windows to the outside, like going down there. So it's like, man, come on, you know, not you know. too secret. But I love, uh, and I feel like we've seen this. Uh, we actually saw this in, uh, was it five more minutes, where they have like a mystery yep. to solve, oh, yeah, like with old letters. That was a great and mystery too. I know. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of like my favorite aspect of this movie. And I, I really wish there was like more of it. More of it and maybe like a, a better resolution or, or, or something, just some, a better pay dirt. Yeah. We don't really, I mean, we get to meet like the niece of, of the woman that was in the letters and we get a little to find out what happened, but... Um, not a yeah, happy ending. It was, not a happy ending no, either. it wasn't. But I really, uh, that to me was where I got any sort of romance was, was the mystery of the letters and them reading the letters. And, um, you know, there is a scene that was supposed to be just like super romantic. Was that the fireplace scene? It's the fireplace oh, scene. Oh man. It was lit awfully too. This is the one scene I, I said near flawless earlier. This was the one scene that I thought was just lit poorly. I didn't notice anything about that, but I did like the scene. I liked that they were by a fire yeah. and she's reading the letters and they're having wine, and like a little picnic in front of the fire. And, you know, they they start opening up to each other because at this point we really there hasn't been much with them to make you feel like, oh, these two were going to get together. You right. Know, no, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So. We have this part and, you know, he's talking about how he moves around a lot and they kind of joke about like, well, we don't know why we can't find love. Is it because of our work or is it because of us? And uh, and then they start laughing and it's really cute and I'm smiling. And then he goes in for a kiss. Well, they start cleaning up. So she starts cleaning up and he like grabs her arm and goes in. And it was very abrupt. And I and I was it, it definitely made me go like, oh, but then the kiss itself just sort of confirmed what I was already feeling. That I was like, I'm not feeling any chemistry between these two romantically. And and I am sorry to say that it was a, a wet campfire, ooh, ooh. Ki a wet f 
fireplace. Uh, <laughs> fireplace kiss. Kiss. Um, there just wasn't, there just wasn't anything there. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, you know, they were kind of making it seem like they were about to kiss and I was like, are, are they going to do it? I, I wasn't sure. Uh, I appreciated the abruptness of it because it felt more natural. It felt like a real situation where you're not sure if you should kiss, but you kind of think you should. And so you, you do it. And, uh, it had that sort of awkward realism to it that I, that I appreciated. Oh, I do appreciate when someone goes for it, mm-hmm. goes in for it. So yes, I could appreciate that aspect. Um, but that scene itself did give me some feels. It was a romantic scene. All of the elements were there. I just needed to feel it between those two, which sadly I didn't, but I'm sure lots of people did and Mm -hmm. really enjoyed that scene. And I'm a little jealous. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the costuming though, because the outfits here were amazing. Oh my gosh. And even not even that, but the fact that she wore two tops twice. In, in different days, you know, I love that. I love it when characters in films wear the same top or the same bottoms twice and you're like, they feel like a real person because that's what real people do. They don't have an outfit for every single day for like months and months. You know, I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That green dress. Yeah. The green dress she wears. And then we talked about the yellow jacket. And like, those jeans, like the button jeans, oh, like yeah, the high waisted. Oh my oh, gosh. Beautiful, um, beautiful clothes. And then I love she had like the different ways she wore her hair. Yep. And yes, seeing, and I've, said it before seeing curly hair girls in these hallmark movies i am living for this <laughs> um but yes costume design was by carol gerard and excellent job yeah. mariah's clothes were just so bright so colorful like they just fit so her french. F- so french they fit her character they fit uh the the feel of the movie and uh and then yeah luke or Ben's character was very much like he just looked like an American dude, yeah. <laughs> like coming in with his like polos and whatever. He had pop collar galore, <laughs> you know. I think he was like wearing a members only jacket at some point, but was, yeah. Uh, but yeah, costuming was excellent. So so yes, good good call out. And you know, just uh, talking about locations, the inn was beautiful. There's a scene where he goes out onto like the veranda of the inn. There's like a bar out there where they have cider. And they're just looking at the water and oh my goodness, just gorgeous views all over this. Like makes you want to see it over and over again just to recapture the the beauty of this place. Yeah. It makes me want to go there. Like I want to visit that area. I do too. I was like, I want to live here. I want to live here. I would be, I would be happy like Mariah also. I'd Mm -hmm. be like, I don't need a man. I just, I mean, I have this lighthouse and my wood shop and my bicycle and that is all I need. Uh, and we speak about the writing and everything. I really love the scene where they find the the niece. We mentioned that. So I know it wasn't, yeah. we didn't get the, the happy ending of the mystery of the letters. Uh, but we do get a little something. And they find her and she's talking. And she says this wonderful, um, it's a few lines. And when she says this, it, it really like struck my heart. And I was just like, oh, that's so beautiful. And... I'm going to, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. She says this really, this really beautiful, um, string, uh, string of lines okay. and, uh, A sentence. it's multiple sentences. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, she says the heart is a wonderful mystery, powerful enough to move mountains, uh. delicate enough to shatter at the slightest touch. But if we don't love without restraint, we miss out on the greatest gift life has to offer. Mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And I think that's why this movie was the romance was so sad for me because she is talking about this like 
powerful, amazing love. And I'm just like, this is not it between Mariah and Ben. Like they are not having this like mystery love letter, you know, a span of, you know, the French resistance and then all of this, like they are not having this type of love. And I think I wanted that. Like I, I was more invested in that love story from the past and these letters than I was in this current love story with Mariah and Ben. Yeah. But I still loved that scene that they get to talk to her, but I just wanted, I wanted more for these, for these two characters. I do. I do too, because we have all these, these pieces here. Of uh, a beautiful film and just you know just missing on that that love aspect and I just feel like Mariah just really deserves that kind of love she does she and she, and I feel like she she could have got it with, with Jacques. Jacques yeah she uh, definitely got she's that with definitely Jacques. not getting it with Ben I don't think so I don't think so um I didn't like how they you know we talked about the kiss I don't like how they don't talk about the kiss afterwards it just kind of hangs in the air you know we never see them have that well they're just kind of like they go to the wedding. You know, there is the whole other storyline with her aunt. Which is good. And I mean, yeah. I was I was invested in that. I thought it was neat. There, yeah, it was nice. Um, but you know, I mean, when, when he's like, all right, we're going to just restore the lighthouse, you know he's she's going to get the lighthouse at the end. Yeah. You just know it. It's coming. You know, there wasn't a ton. It, like Paul had said, this was supposed to be like a big comedy movie, which they definitely toned down or it didn't convey and maybe the way it was supposed to. But I do have to say... Uh, the funniest part, which really tickled me, was when he leaves on the boat and then he is talking to Maurice, which yes. great character, yes. by the way. The shout man. out yeah, yeah, shout out to Maurice. And they're talking and then he realizes like from talking to him, like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Why am I leaving? I need to go back. Um and then he just like gets up and is like, Stop the boat, <laughs> stop the boat and then he realizes, Oh, we're not stopping and Maurice is like no but that was really exciting <laughs> I, I like that too I like it, that it too. did make me chuckle and so I feel like I feel like Luke uh he did well with that yep. that part um it made me laugh yeah and you know you know talking about the end here um it's you know we talk about sort of the the stupid conflict that comes up in the, the end of these films that where the characters are apart and he didn't need to go to Chicago. I mean, that whole, it just seemed, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy him leaving her because the place is beautiful. He loves the place. He loves her. I just didn't see him leaving. And, and I guess, and we're supposed to, right? We're supposed to understand why he's leaving. And I just didn't, I didn't understand why he was leaving. Um, because he's been, because he's not like, again, this isn't the great love story that I wanted it to be. I didn't buy that he was in love with her. So I thought it made sense that he was leaving because he's like, oh, I got a job. So I got to go. Yeah. What didn't like you mentioned, they didn't even talk about the kiss. So they're at the wedding of Catherine and Nicholas and they're dancing. And then he tells her, well, I got the job in Chicago. And it's like, she to me it seemed way more dramatic than i expected it to be because they've kissed once i'm not feeling like oh they're in love with each other mm-hmm. uh and but she is so upset by this and she acted it beautifully and i really bought that she was upset but it didn't make sense to me uh because i again i didn't feel like they were you know having this epic love story so i didn't it didn't it was confusing to me that why she was so upset um, but she gives that great speech and everything at the wedding and she's in tears um, and she performed that beautifully. But yeah, she did. So, yeah, I felt it made sense for him to leave because I didn't buy the the romance, the, the love story aspect. 
But um, see, but I I was thinking that even though, like I I didn't see the romance, I understood that it was supposed to be there and why it was right. supposed to be there. So the fact that she opened up and let someone into her heart, like I resonated with that. And again, like you said, it was acted beautifully. So I was like, oh my god, we got something great here. Yeah. Um, but I just I just didn't buy him leaving because I just wasn't connected to that character. Yeah. Uh, I do love, though, when he comes back. And that was another line. I think that was probably my favorite line of Ben's as he comes back and he's like, I stole a lifeboat. It was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that made me laugh, too. Uh, So I really enjoyed that line. Now, they do have another kiss. Yeah. Um, And the kiss at the end is better. Yes. Than the kiss that was uh, the before end kiss at the, the fireplace. But... It still, it still wasn't giving me anything because I mean these two are friends, y'all. Like they're just friends, so I'm I'm a little confused why they're kissing. But uh, the fact that she has this this talk with Jacques, and he's like, uh, he literally says to her that she is the brightest star in the sky. Oh, this is your epic love story, right here. This is your epic right love here. story, Mariah. Like, what are you doing? And Come he's on. like telling her that Ben is worth the risk and that she needs to. I'm like. Is he? No. This and she, when not. she goes in to kiss Jacques on the cheek, like I literally I thought, thought she, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Here we go. It's happening. Here's a twist. Here's our, here's our story. Here we go. <laughs> um, but no, she, she ends up with Ben and, and yeah, they, uh, they give her the house, like you said, yep. which was really nice. A lot of money was in that house. <laughs> I mean, she didn't really work on it. I mean, we see her screwing in one shutter maybe. I mean, we don't really see her work. She's more of you know, delegating tasks to people and solving a mystery. Like she's hardly there. And when she's there, she's screwing in shutters. But what is Ben? This was my thing. What is Ben going to do now that he's going to stay there? Is he going to work with her at her wood shop? Is he going to help build furniture? Is he going to just get he can, jobs he can, yeah, there? Yeah, he can travel and come back. Like he can take smaller jobs. He was taking these huge jobs. But she said she didn't want to spend her life with someone that was, you know, gonna be like going around like she wanted to there's work in france for ben oh well, i'm on. sure but i'm like we didn't get that yeah uh, resolution yeah it didn't they didn't tie no that up so i don't know how much that job in chicago is paying but he did miss out on that money yeah i think he i think he's gonna be fine i think he's gonna be just fine that end scene was was really funny to me because that the wind it was very windy oh it's windy all the time that's why the audio was so good in this film even though it was so windy i know great job it could have been so bad so wonderful 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 i'm glad you brought that up yeah um but that end scene was so funny to me because it looked like they were laughing like there she there the wind was blowing so bad and they like quickly turn around to face the lighthouse but their hair is just like (laughs) flying everywhere it's like they're like okay we need to cut this scene and it almost looks like Luke is like kind of laughing when he turns like because it just was so windy. Um, that is not easy to get good audio and wind people. So I don't know if they, they probably went back to the studio. I, I don't know what they did, but just great, great work. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, this movie, I I would watch again just because of, you know, like I said, all the good things, all of the good things that we mentioned. Um, it's a great destination piece. Yes. I would have wanted more, especially when you're in France. Like you want that, you know, you're thinking her pen pal, which was like ultimate, like romance buku in that movie. And I think it really comes down to casting. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, everything to me was, was excellently done. Yeah. I, I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. And I'd love to see more of Rachel Lefebvre in, if she's up for doing more Hallmark movies. Um, I really, really enjoy her. She was great. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We really appreciate all of your support. Uh, if you guys like this movie, please let us know. If you didn't like this movie, let us know as well. You know, we, we really enjoy talking to you guys and getting your messages. So thank you for that. Yes. Make sure to follow us on all of the socials. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. and YouTube. And we've got uh, one more movie for yep. the Summer Night series. Yes. Uh, but we'll, we'll see you next time. Yep. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks.